Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Season 4 of Eye on the Future with Lady Fontaine and co-hosts Jim Elkin and Ryan Dalton. To schedule a reading or learn more about Lady Fontaine, also known as America's number one love psychic, be sure to check out Lady Fontaine's website at ladyfontaine.com. Now, here's Lady Fontaine with co-hosts Jim Elkin and Ryan Dalton. Love and 
And uh, that was a rumbling right there. <laughs> I think that well, was a congratulations. Jesus saying, uh, congratulations by shaking the earth. So I'll take that. <laughs> That's very, very exciting. When it, When is the due date? Uh, it'd be somewhere in July. I'll say mid-July. So when the fireworks Ooh. go off, so will my little girl. So. Ooh. I'm very happy. I know. And that's, that's love right there. You can't have any more love than the love of your kids. I'm going to smack that right now. That's, I agree. 110%. You got it right. And Jim? Yeah. <laughs> I know silence. And he's such a great dad. Oh, my God, does he have a wonderful daughter. He really does. I think so. But, well, but, I do, know, too. I'm biased. I've I'm biased. He's been the nominee for the Dad Award every year. Uh, for the what? What award? Nominee for the Best Dad every year? No. 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 Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, come on. She's too busy having I... fun in life. She doesn't really pay much attention to me anymore. I raised her well, right. No, she sent her out into the world, and now she's just burning it down. It's great. Well, that Have you walked her down the aisle? Well, that's 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 all in her own time. She's actually very very mature about that. She's she's like, you know, I have a, I have friends that are boys, and I have some that I get to you know closer with once in a while, but you know, no big deal. She's really mellow. Well, how old is she now? She's 19. Uh, oh, oh, boy, yeah. So you're not walking her down the aisle. I didn't know how old she was. Definitely not walking down the aisle at 19. At least not no. in this house. <laughs> 19, not. man. I do really, literally remember when she was born and I bought her cotton diapers. Yeah. yeah. Literally, I remember that. Wow. I was a very young a girl though, when that happened. What? I'm going to be a little worried when my daughter's in love because I do think I'm a future uh, Robert De Niro from Meet the Parents. I think it's, it's you know, every every man that comes into this house trying to take my daughter out is literally going to get the interrogation and we're going to put him under the spotlight and that kid will sweat. You know, that's just, you know, no one's yeah. touching my baby girl. That's just me. Yeah. There's a good T-shirt uh, out there that says, you know, um, guns don't kill people. Dad with beautiful daughters kill people. Wow, yes. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel bad for all I've, I've had in. some hints. One guy said to, uh, to uh, when, when the boyfriend shows up for the first date, you just toss him a shotgun shell and say, next time it comes a lot faster if you're late. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, all that about love. <laughs> a lot about love. Yeah, I mean, let's hit it. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna feed you guys Go some questions, and you guys just uh, just let me know if it's legit or it's not. Uh, like personally, me, uh, I spoke about it, I think in a prior episode, but love at first sight. I believe it. I went through it, but I don't know. Was I just the lucky one who just happened to see the girl walk through the door during my comedy show? Bam! I was like, that's the one, and all of a sudden, married her and whatnot. Is love at first sight? Is that legit, or am I just am I just crazy? Well, let me, I want to say something about that. Um, I personally feel that um, love is about developing you know, this amazing trust and connection and um, working through things together. I mean, it builds, builds that strong foundation. However, I thought about what you said the other day, and 
<clears throat> my mother's first cousin, she's my second cousin, um, we, my family used to be in the hotel business up in upstate New York. And um, she often tells the story. In fact, her kids tell me the story of the fact that um, their dad was a musician at the hotel. And he saw my cousin walking down the staircase. And he said to his buddy on stage, that's my future wife. And it was. And they were together for, you know, 50 or 60 years. I mean, they've both since passed away, but they were together their entire lifetime. They were married in their 20s and, you know, stayed married the entire time. And they had a wonderful marriage. Um, so I guess it is possible. Um, you know, I'm, I think that relationships are more about, more than just about that initial, wow, that's the woman for me or the man for me. I think it's about really seeing what those layers are beneath the external and seeing if they match. You, my dear Ryan, happen to be one of the lucky ones that you found a woman that had those great layers underneath. And and she with you as well, um, that that really clicked and matched. But uh, my, my take on it is you do need um, to really know a person, and that takes time. It takes time. All right. So some people, they're looking for, I want to find that one and just know instantly. Not every time. It's going to be a rare occasion. Sometimes it happens, though. It could happen. Well, let me say yeah. this, that there's something called, you know, chemistry and connection and compatibility. And I think those things kind of jump out at you right away because sometimes you do meet people and you immediately have that feeling like you've known them your entire life or you just click with them. And I believe that's really legit. And that can be a, a soul level connection or a past life connection. I mean, that could be an assortment of things. Um, and I think that that's an important ingredient that's missing in a lot of relationships, but the ones that have it are whammo. And that I believe, you know, right away, because when people say to me, <clears throat> how do I make someone my soulmate? Or how do I develop this connection with someone? My feeling is, or how do I get chemistry with somebody? I feel either you have it or you don't. It's not something you could make. Jim, what do you think? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a, a, a lot of people out there who, who know better than to, to uh, make their future plans on betting on the lottery. And I, I think... Uh. Please, yeah. I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you've been buying houses on credit, knowing that you're gonna you're gonna win the lottery. That's a good plan. Oh well, yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think it's the same way with with uh, with love at first sight. That uh, you know, not something you should bank on. Uh, really, listening to the the uh, kinds of advice that people are giving about how to be safe in a relationship, both for yourself and for your heart. Um, are, are really great, great ideas, and and uh, and and if you think you found love at first sight, you still want to measure that. You want to test that out and make sure. I've known people who have had that, only like two, and out of all the people that I've met in my life, so so it isn't that common. And if it's something that rare, I wouldn't plan on it or or really you know make that my goal in in my life. I, I think it's smarter just to. Just to go out and uh, and and find your find your 
your partner the best way you possibly can. And you'll know. I feel you'll know. I feel you're going to know when a person is truly right. When there's a Mm -hmm. lot of struggles, it doesn't mean that they're wrong. But I often think that um, there's some, you know, that compatibility issue or that chemistry issue or that, you know, team let's be together is, you know, thing that holds, uh, you know, a couple together. And honestly, when you go through hard times with somebody, that's what builds the foundation. That's what builds the fortitude Mm -hmm. in a relationship. And it also shows you if that person's really got your back. Right. I you know, there, you know, I'm, I'm pretty big on synchronicity. And for those who don't know what that means, it really is about um, how events sort of come into your life at the right time. So we have the show obviously planned for, you know, quite some time to do the Valentine's Day show. And I happened to get an email the other day from one of the websites that I subscribe to. And it was about the question that Ryan just asked about love at first sight. And it quoted a biblical story and I don't have it in front of me. And Jim, you may know more about this story, but it was, I think it was the story of Isaac and Rebecca. Okay. Does that, does that ring a bell to you? And well, basically, from what I remember about the story was that the father, I think the father was Abraham, and maybe I've got the names confused, you know, mixed up, but um, yeah. the father wanted the daughter to, wanted to find a good husband for, no, wanted to find a good wife for um, his son. And I think the son was Isaac. So mm-hmm. he told the servant, I want you to go out and find a, a wonderful wife for my, for mm-hmm. my son. And right. um, the servant, you know, it's like, is praying to God and saying, you know, I'm not sure I'm going to do this, but when I see the right, you know, when, the, when it is the right woman, she's going to answer in a certain way. And whatever the words were, um, he happened to see this attractive woman and he went over to her and he said, you know, would you like to be the wife of, you know, Isaac, and she said the same words that he was praying to God, that that would be the sign that it's the right woman. So right away, she says, sure, I'm ready to go right now. And she goes off with them and goes back to, you know, wherever they live. And Isaac and Rebecca see each other. It's love at first sight. And they live happily ever after. Now, you know, the story, Jim, did I do any justice to it? Um, I, I think that there wasn't a special key phrase. It was that the, that the, the man walked up to the, the, the servant walked up to her when she was drawing water for her animals and, uh, he asked her for some water and, uh, she was very, very gracious and generous and gave him water and, uh, 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 there's a couple of well stories, and I think I'm getting them mixed up. But as I recall, that was that was the sign to him that she was the right kind of personality. But I uh, I think the rest of it's pretty much on the level. Yeah. So I mean, you know, maybe there is something um, to love at first sight. Ryan. Yeah. Any other questions? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on your mind tonight before we start taking calls? I think he's talking to somebody right now, just by the looks. 
Um, um, I was just trying to see if I could find that story. So oh, give me a moment. Not. Oh, I see. Yeah, he is busy. Um, no, so Jim, um, what are you doing tomorrow night? Or tomorrow? Tomorrow. It's Valentine's um, Day. Yeah, well, I don't have any real plans around Valentine's Day. I'm not much of a Valentine's Day uh, celebrator. Um, it doesn't it doesn't work in our family too much. Um, so I'm going to be uh, uh, doing my usual Friday night things. Um, and, uh, I'll be treating patients and practicing my instruments and preparing for uh, some rehearsals coming up. Uh, Boring. Boring. You have a wife. You have to. You have to try and. Uh, you have to try and play some Beethoven and some Bach, and you'll feel how boring it is. <laughs> so we're, we're we're our relationship is kind of you know separate but equal. We kind of we 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 respect each other and work with each other and support each other, but we aren't in each other's face a lot. You know, we're not we're not really making a a big a big to do about it. So. I, I don't know. Maybe it's boring to you, but I certainly feel very comfortable because I feel right. like I'm able to be every person that I can be, uh, and I have her support. But I don't have her. I don't have to have her walking with me in all of those different places where she's really not comfortable or able. You know, she's not I an instrumental that. player. No, and I know that because certainly I know yeah. her for a long, long time. Um, she doesn't did you like ever motorcycles. <laughs> No, I know, and I mean that's you know I see you down here on a motorcycle, and I didn't see your wife with you. I saw no. Donnie with you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, We're not re- related in any way. <laughs> so, did you ever celebrate Valentine's Day with her? Um, when I was working in the city full time, and you know, I used to buy a dozen roses and bring them to her. But then we started looking at that and, you know, saying, well, that's an awful lot of money because, you know, the price of roses goes way up right around now. <laughs> really crazy. I, up. You know, and honestly, I mean, I'm not that big on flowers. I mean, they end up, dying, yeah. you know, wilting and dying. I would rather get, yeah. you know, a piece of jewelry or, Diamonds, you know, yeah. even, can- <laughs> even candy. Yeah, of course. Or candy or and, something. You know, candy means whole- you're enjoying every scrumptious taste of it if it's chocolate yeah but no that's chocolate. kind of it the whole materialism of the whole thing kind of tarnishes it for me it, it it it's not fun to be playing along with what somebody else tells me i have to do you know i don't i don't find that to be fun somebody tells me that every kiss begins with k and i've got to go out and buy this monstrous diamond thing just to prove that I love her and she's watching the TV too. So I feel guilty because I haven't bought that. And that whole thing is just really manipulative and I don't like to play along with that. So there's the other side of that. Well, no, and I respect that. <laughs> That's probably that. why we don't real, really deal with it. Huh? No, I respect that. I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, Thanks. You know, I mean, appreciate that. Um, yeah. It is who you, you know, it is your, your, your lifestyle, you know, it is who you yeah. are. So, and you believe in it, so that's the important part. So let me ask yeah. Ryan, what are you doing for for Valentine's Day? Unfortunately, I am working tomorrow, but uh, I did get a, a good amount of goodies uh, from my lady, so she will be waking up to a nice little uh, 
goodie bag, if you will. I, you know, she, I think she's possibly listening right now, so I can't really uh, expose the yeah, information. Right. But uh, it is blended. What uh, it'll definitely throw a smile on that face, and Aww. that's what I always wanted. I just wanted to keep that smile on her face. That was what I guaranteed her when we were getting married. Which brings me to a, a question for you guys before we rock out with a caller. Um, and just because I kind of am a jealous mofo, now, you know, the uh, till death do us part, now that is like, you know, when you do your marriage, that's one of like the turns. Now, uh, I do kind of want to like, let's say, I, I, you know, and it, it's a little morbid right now, but if she if she died before I did and she's up there, uh, when I go, I mean, I don't want her with any other, like, dudes up there. So, like, we're still married in heaven, correct? Because <laughs> I don't want to go up there and then I got to, like, you know, battle this guy out. And I'm like, that's my wife. Get off of her, you know. So uh, she's still mine, correct? So that's <laughs> my base. Um, I would say from a soul level. I just don't want Jesus um, to have to break up a fight. You know what I'm saying? And that when we pass over, all well, that's the ego that's driving you right now. Isn't that funny? Jim and I just had a conversation about ego yesterday, I think. But well, that's my soulmate. Our souls want to connect up there as well. Right. I mean, that's the ego right now that, you know, the jealousy and the she's mine and no one else is going to have her. Um, you will be connected with her and you will be um, together with her and it will be sheer, totally sheer heaven. Um, so I wouldn't worry about the dynamics of it um, because it, it's going to be better than what it is here. It's pure love when, we're, when we pass on. So you're not going to be dealing with jealousy or anything else. But one thing for sure is she's not going to hook up with somebody else in heaven. That I could guarantee. Yeah, I don't want her talking to no angels, you know? Well, <laughs> well <laughs> that, that could be part of what her life's journey is all about. You don't want to hold her back from growing and learning. I mean, there could be some really, you know, uh, cool well, she uh, could be male angels. But, you know, she just can't. Just don't be kissing the angels up there. I don't want her going to the I don't club think with they the do angels. that stuff. I don't honestly think they do that stuff in heaven. I don't. Well, I'm going to lay a big you, smooch on her when I go up to heaven. Well, I mean, that I, I, I bet mean, you, and you might not remember this, but I bet you smooching when you're in heaven is different than when you're smooching here. And the well, reason then we'll why be the I, first to break that trend because she's getting smart. <laughs> there was, I don't know if you remember this, Jim. This was a long, 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 long time ago. I did a cable TV show on the experience that I had in that, I forget what it's called, the isolation chamber. I forget what it is. Where you oh, float. the Samadhi tank? It's, I, Sam- I don't, I don't think tank, they called yeah. it that then, but it, that's where you float and you have no external stimuli right. at all. Right. right. So what I the what the experience that I had when I went you know, when I was happy when I was in that tub was my heart chakra opened up and this it almost looked like an you know, like an alien or something, but you know, this um other version of me which didn't have really facial features or a lot of body features, but it was the shape of a person opened up from my heart chakra and came out and from its heart chakra, another being like that opened up and that sort of kept on happening. And the 
feeling that I got was of pure love and joy. So it's different. I mean, when you're in spirit, it is just different. Like, you know, um, do you remember your dreams, Ryan? Oh, God, of course. I love them. I go over them multiple times throughout the day. Um, you know the way like you could be jumping from one place to another and one experience to the other and there's almost no rhyme or reason to it? This is true. Yet you believe it when you're in it. It's weird. Um, it's similar to that, but it's a little bit – there's a my experience, and, and I don't remember what it was like when I was on the other side, but when I've had some really spiritual experiences – there's almost a sense of, I almost want to say a distortion of reality. It's sort of like either you're in slow motion or things are hazy and it's just different. But the feeling is like so amazing. I went to a shaman many months ago and prior to going to the shaman, I always felt that when I had connected with my higher self, I would be sort of connecting outward um, and he taught me how to bring my higher self into my body. And I have to say that it is the most um, exhilarating feeling and experience that you could imagine. Your whole body is electrified. And I'm not saying that's what it's like when you go to heaven because we don't have the physical body. But man, oh, man, it's a whole different kind of feeling. It is. So what I want to say to you is don't worry. Your wife and you are still going to be connected. There's still going to be the love that you have. And you most certainly don't have to worry about her hooking up with someone else in heaven. Nice. I've got my hand up. I've got my hand up. Teacher, teacher. Go, 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 go. All right. So, Ryan, do you you think – Hey, give me give me my time, okay, boy. <laughs> oh, by, by all means. Jeez, <laughs> you, baby. Um, okay, um, so so you're going with the assumption that you're going to be like yourself. You're going to walk through the pearly gates, and you're going to be carrying along all the baggage that you're carrying around now between your legs, right? Uh, if they give me that option, I was, I'm going to say I'd like to take but, it all with me. But, if they have but a carry not. on, I would like to. But you're not. That's that's the point. You're not. Well, if it's and up so when you get there, negotiate. when you get there, <laughs> but yeah, but you know, you can do that, but then you're going to walk around with stuff that nobody else has. Well, then they can be jealous <laughs> <laughs> or not, or they can think you're pretty strange, but be that as it may. I don't know that so, you're going to have the choice to be honest. I really don't. Exactly. But go ahead. Go ahead, exactly. Jim. And, and so, so what what you're experiencing right now with your wife is what you'll experience with a whole group of people who are your spiritual community, and these are the people these are the people that you're born to. These are the people that you marry. These are the people that you have as your kids. This is the group of people who get closest to you when you're in this life. It's actually a group of people that you're always connecting with throughout all of your lifetimes. You're working as a group. Yeah, I'm working as a group, but I got my arm around my wife. I understand that, and that's right now, and that's great because in this time and, and, and place, that's where you need to be. But when you get there, it's just going to be like everybody's, you know, just as happy to see each other and arming arming around everybody. It doesn't matter. 
And that feeling of love that you have right now for your wife is going to be shared amongst your soul group, your soul family. And that's like when we talk about, when we did the show on reincarnation, um, people reincarnate in, in, in groups. So we might not meet them until we're, you know, 10 or 20 or 30 or 50 or, you know, whatever age, but at the right point in our lives, we're going to connect with the right people. And it is part of a soul group. So what, what Jim is it's explaining part of our soul is, group, is but right. when we have to go to sleep in our, in our little homes, then I'm going with my wife. This is your ego I talking. Want, I don't want to Talk to him about the car, which you never explained to me, Jim. And I just don't ego. want to talk with everybody. I mean, I'm, I only, oh. we got a queen size, and it's just me and my wife. I don't want everybody in the bed because we're all the same. We all have the same love. Just, hey, guys, you go to your house. I love you. I love you, but I want to sleep with my wife. <laughs> um, <laughs> then, then, then that's what you'll be doing. But um, what, what was the car? Is it a short? Could you explain that car theory with the ego quickly? Oh, um, well, you had asked me the, the question. Um, when someone reaches enlightenment, does that mean do they still have an ego? And and I was trying to we were typing to each other uh, or messaging and and I was trying to explain that 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 when you when you when you have found enlightenment you realize that your ego is kind of like a car you get into it so that you can drive around and then you get out of it um, and that's what enlightenment is like is is like you get into your ego so you can work in the world and talk to people and manage stuff and that ego comes with all of the problems that other people's egos do too but then when you get out of that ego it's it's a totally different person totally different place totally different thing you're you're no longer involved with time and space this is why you can't walk around the planet as an as an enlightened person in enlightenment because because uh you wouldn't do anything you would just sit there and watch the flowers grow and you wouldn't even watch the flowers go. It would be meaningless to you. <laughs> it's just oh, light. Okay. We're going to have to make some changes when we get up there. So hopefully I'm going to write some notes <laughs> so, down and go up there. All right. So, right. Ryan, I'm sure like that God will love structure. your hints and suggestions. <laughs> I'm going to bring up, yes, yeah, I'm sure heaven has a suggestion box, and I'm going to leave a couple notes in there. Right. You're going to change the whole dynamics of of this. That should be very interesting. I hate to see. Yeah, that's well, what I believe God put me on this planet for. I, I shouldn't say I hate to see, but I, I'm, I'm anxious to see what changes there will be. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And, and I have to remind you, you won't be on this planet at that time, you know. <laughs> That's true. We'll, 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 we'll make it right. We'll make it right now. Do we things, go? Things uh, might be different. Does Lady Fontaine, <laughs> does Lady Fontaine have uh, the juices flowing to where we can uh, hit up uh, these callers? help them on their quest for love they're in the dark they need a flashlight are you able to turn it on i certainly am there's two things i want to talk about tonight though i don't care if we do it now or start taking a few calls and i'll throw it in in between but i want to talk about self-love and i want to talk about communication because those are and also i think you guys know and and anybody who's either a client or has read my blogs and stuff that I believe there's four and perhaps five more or less pillars of relationships. And I want to discuss that as well. So you tell me, I don't even know how many callers we have in queue. You want to take a couple calls, then we'll 
take a little bit of a break and I'll I'll share some of my wisdom. For sure, yeah. We'll we'll pop into that. We'll do a call with call with them. All right. Who's so who? Here. Who are right. we going to be speaking with? Here, and I'll I'll talk to him before, and then we'll bring you on. Let's just get a feel out for this gentleman. Uh, I talked to him for a little bit. This is Elliot from the Bronx. Uh, Elliot, are you on the phone? Hello. Hello, Elliot. Hello. Uh, yeah. Yes. You hear me? Hi. Okay. Good. Uh, Elliot. Uh, now. I know you called. You said you're on a quest for love, and luckily you came to the right place. You have the best one in the house who could tell you about it. Uh, but let's just kind of uh, get to know you a little bit so Lady Fontaine can uh, soak in your energy, if you will. Now, Elliot, okay. are you uh, currently in a relationship and or in the midst of going out on a date for the first time with somebody, and you want to know, is this the one? Are you thinking about buying that engagement ring? What's going on? How you doing? Um, no, not, not kind of no to all of those. No to all of those, but you're on the quest for love. (laughs) Well, what I feel is that Elliot really is looking for, based on what I'm feeling in his energy, is, um, there's a, there's a place in, in, in you, Elliot, that I feel, that you feel there's, there's a, there's something lacking. There's like a hole, there's an emptiness. And, what and it fits so much into what I wanted to talk about, which is self love. Um, but in order for you to really draw in that right person for you, you have to start working on the you part of it and make you the best part of you. And that's just, that doesn't mean only eating right or looking great or anything like that, but it's really what we were talking about before that feeling of, you know, exhilaration and love and bliss and happiness and joy. It's really embracing all of that. But if you're, I think your bigger question is, when am I going to find somebody that really, um, you know, wets my whistle? I mean, is is that what, really what you're asking? And how do you go about finding that person? Yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of it. I mean, it's because I've never really found anyone like um at all. I I mean like basically I I'm I'm 37 and I'm still a virgin and I didn't know if I was ever going to meet anyone and I thought that you could tell me if I was going to ever lose my virginity. Well, I- See, I think your question is bigger than that. I don't know that it's just about, I mean, what I feel energetically with you is is more than just losing your virginity, or, or is that all you really want me to look at? Well, I don't, um, I don't know, I guess. I mean, I don't know, like, who I'm going to meet or if I'm going to meet, you know, how it's going to happen. I mean, I know, you know, how it happens, but I mean, if it's going to happen, <laughs> if it will happen. All right. All right. So let me, let me Do sort you go of cut out? the chase here. Yeah. And I don't feel he goes out and I don't feel he you really sends himself. I'm sorry. Elliot. I don't do what myself? Yes. Yes. What? What? You said my name. No. Um, 
what Ryan was asking you is if you go out. And I said, I don't feel that you're going out tremendously. And I don't feel that you're really extending yourself. Is that true? Well, I mean, I don't, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I haven't really, I mean, I, I don't really get anyone to go out with me. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the right, sort of basically the it feels like that you're, you know, you're basically staying home. And if you're basically staying home and not reaching out to people, it's going to be difficult. I mean, the chances of, you know, Ms. Right for you, if it's Ms. Right or Ms. Right now, um, you know, knocking at your door. I'm not saying that's impossible, but the likelihood is, is you know, greatly reduced. Um, what about at yeah. work, though? What about at work? Um, do you do you work in a in an office? No, I work um, like park maintenance stuff. So it's really just guys. To be honest, we're just like we mow the lawns at the. You know, it's like a civil service job at the parks. You know, um, like mostly like you know mowing the lawns and that kind of thing. Collecting the trash from the, you know, and that, and that, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, so it's, because, yeah, I pretty much work with all guys in a, a truck all day, more or less, you know. And, but you and don't ever, enough? well, that's a good question. Nan, I don't what feel he really, I don't, uh, he asked if you look on any of the dating apps or anything like that. I feel you may look, I, but you don't really extend yourself. Well, I I mean, I did once and I had a bad experience. I kind of thought I had a girlfriend and then I, you know, I it turned out it didn't. I mean, I sent, I lost some money basically and then I found out that that was kind of a thing that people do and I didn't. Yeah, um, yeah that is a scam. It kind of took me a while. I, I, I mean, I thought I had a girlfriend and, you know, I guess enough people have told me now. I, don't, I mean, it may not even have been a girl. I don't even know. Right, right. Oftentimes yeah. it's not. Um, you know, you do have to be careful. I mean, I think the best thing with the dating apps, if you go on them, is, you know, to find somebody in New York and, you know, say, um, you know, you want to meet for coffee. Um, you know, or a drink or something like that. This way you meet them face to face and you don't get into that same old um, routine. But you're going to have to work on you and you're going to have to, in order to really draw in or meet somebody, I mean, if you continue on the path that you're on right now, again, it doesn't come through that it's going to be totally impossible, but it certainly isn't showing me a tremendously fruitful um, path. I really feel. So the girl you know, that lives in New York. Um, you're saying the girl that I'm going to lose my virginity. No, thing? no. What I what I'm what I was saying to you, if you were using the dating apps that look for somebody, you know, in the New York area, so that you could say to them, um, "Hey, you want to meet up for 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 coffee or lunch or something like that?" Yeah, so but I think, like from what I've been told, after I had the the bad experience, because people can put anything on this, so somebody could say they're in New York, but they're not in New York. Right, the but but then yeah. right, but then if you're sitting there waiting and nobody shows up, you know that they're um, they're not for real, or if they are, that that there's other issues involved. Um, you know, that's just a tip in, you know, that helps you know that the person at the other end is, is real. 
Um, because nowadays that's how people meet people. I mean, either you do have to start going out. Um, it, you know, even though you say most of your day is on the truck and stuff like that, um, you know, with the other guys, there still does feel to me that there's either a female around or there potentially is going to be a female that you ultimately interact with. It does not feel to me that that person, um, you know, is, um, you know. There's a girl, uh, there's a woman at the, the bagel store where I get my bagels every morning. She, should I ask her out? Is she is she the one, do you think? Do you know what her first name is? No, I don't know, but I mean, she's, I see her I, like probably three times a week I get bagels there. So I don't know well, if that's I, the woman you're talking you about. Before you ask her out, um, you know, have, start really talking to her. You know, telling her, gee, you look terrific today. And, um, you know, have a little bit of dialogue. Really try to get to know the person um, and, you know, and take it from there. But it does feel to me. Well, it's a lot of time, though. It's, I don't know how long I could talk to. It's kind of crowded. There's usually a big line of people going in and getting orders and things. And so I only, I don't see her very long. I don't know if she has time to talk when the good she's working. Well, try to, is there any way you can go a less busy time? I don't know. I mean, that's where I stop on, on the way into work, and then I go to work, and then I guess she's still working there after I leave. All right. Well, let me give you big picture because we're sort of running out of time for this. Um, big picture of things. I do feel that there's a female. Um, I don't necessarily I, – I don't think it's um, this bagel person, but I feel developing – somewhat of a rapport and a friendship with this person would be a so good way. So it's for, not the bagel girl. I shouldn't. Would be a good way for you to start, um, you know, sort of honing in on some of your skills to, you know, woo a woman and really, you know, um, get them to, to, you know, be begging to have you ask them out. Um, but I do feel somehow related to work you will be meeting somebody. And again, I don't feel um, that they're necessarily like somebody who's in the park when I'm mowing the lawn or something like yeah, something more like, like that. a mom who's but with their kids or something. I should go up and well, ask her out and see if she's divorced. That, or? No, I don't necessarily see it as a divorced person, but I'm, I do feel it's going to be through your work. Um, so, Bottom line is, to sort of give you, you know, um, something to look forward to, I do feel in the course of this year, what my guides are saying to me is, um, you, you're sort of like when you're mowing the lawns or doing whatever you're doing, you may be looking, but you're not in any way really um, interacting or exchanging, you know, any any words or even real serious looks at somebody because it almost feels if they look at you, you're going to look away. Um, I, I want you to start being friendlier to people that you're meeting like that um, and and put yourself out there a little bit more. And, I do feel and you on think the it's going to be this year? Yes. This year I'm going to lose Ooh. my virginity? Well, I see it being more than just losing your virginity, but um, yes, I do feel it's going to be this year. So, there you go. Good, yeah, you, so good luck to you. Do you know what she looks at, like? Um, what my guides are saying is she's quite attractive, and I feel there it you as go. 
almost from. Do they know get-go. like the hair color, so then I could then I won't waste time talking to people with no, the wrong hair the color. No, the thing of it is, they want you to start interacting <laughs> with people, and because that's the only way you're going to get. It's almost like you have to get through meeting one or two or three or five other people before you actually meet her and you're in the right state of mind. Um, but, but good luck to you. You will, um, she will be very attractive. You're going to know from the get go that it's the right person for you. There you go, Mr. Elliot. Oh, okay. All right. So who else do we have Uh, on the phone, Ryan? All right. Wow. All right. So you held to Elliot, who sounded, uh, to be honest, he sounded a little insecure, which I think, uh, you know, ladies can pick up on if you try to talk to them, you know. So uh, I hope uh, and wish Elliot the best uh, in his uh, quest to find that lucky lady. All right. Uh, How are we doing? Uh, Lady Fontaine, you have a uh, ready to go for Maria, who's been on, uh, on hold for quite a minute? Yep. All right. Oh, Hi, how are you? This is Maria. Hi, how are you? How are you doing? All right. Maria, let's just, uh, where are we on the love scene? What are we looking for? I, I can't Gosh. imagine you're on the same page as Elliot. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I want Elliot to I'm sounded here. like very confused. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, I need somebody like more permanent, more committed. And I'm interested in what I know they're interested in me, so I was wondering if that's going to happen. Did you want Elliot? We can get him back. No, I have somebody else in mind. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) right. All right, we'll skip Elliot. We'll skip Elliot on that one. I didn't realize you were doing now the matchmaking service. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that you were doing the matchmaking service. No, I thought I was going to be doing that. Um, All right. So, so you mentioned that there was somebody else you had in mind. Do you want to give us his first name so I could zoom in on the energy and tell you what's going on? Sure, Ralph. You know, actually, when you said the name Ralph, I got almost the chills. I mean, I actually feel a pretty exciting and dynamic connection between the two of you. Um, when I look at his energy by himself, um, you know, I feel, I'm not sure what, I'm, what I feel. Give me a second to really zoom in a little bit deeper into his energy because I feel a hesitation in his energy, and I'm not sure yet what it is. Um, well, my guides are saying, and who hasn't been hurt? I mean, we've all been hurt in the yeah. past. But it's we almost all have. Like, right, but it's almost like he's holding on to a hurt from his past that yeah. um, that really has devastated him in a way. So wh- what my guys are, guys are indicating to me is it isn't it isn't that he doesn't care about you or isn't attracted to you or doesn't like you or anything like that. It's himself. It's this inner battle with himself. It's almost like um, you know it's like that classic you know situation where. Somebody takes, you know, a step forward or two steps forward, and they go eight steps backwards. And that's not right. because he doesn't care. It's because it, elic- it elicits all of these, you know, pent-up feelings and emotions that he has from this past person. Was this, was this like a wife, or was this a 
a truly committed relationship. It feels committed in his energy, but it doesn't feel so committed in the other person's energy. So I'm curious yeah. if that was just a girlfriend or a wife. And obviously that person must have cheated on him because he feels he feels so much different about the relationship than she did. Uh, she left and married somebody else. Okay, and that was his wife? Ex-wife, yeah. She oh, yeah, thinks she's right. coming back. Oh, she thinks so she's coming back. <laughs> Everybody um, tells well, she's not. She's not. She's not. But no. he's got to deal with this in his own way. Um, how long ago was that? I mean, he holds it very close to his heart, so it feels almost like it was within the past year. Um, but uh, about 20 years. About 20, 20 years? years? Holy. About that. Whoa. Um, you know, what I was about to say is sometimes <laughs> – Sometimes people, even if it is, I was thinking the most, you know, like eight years or something. Um, sometimes even when there's a distance of time, when someone holds it so close to their heart, it feels like it was just yesterday. And that's literally right. what it feels like with him. The problem right. is he's not ready for another real relationship. He could sort of dip his, you know, sort of like dip his toes in and, you know, get a little bit of you know, flavor of a relationship, but then he gets scared and he backs off for two reasons. One, because he has to stay loyal to his ex-wife that's been gone for 20 years. And the other reason is he's just not ready. And I believe that he keeps that wall up of, you know, really being in denial that she is going to come back because that protects him from getting hurt again. And, you know, classic abandonment issues. So I kind of feel that's what you're dealing with. So if this is the person that you're zoned in on, um, I'm not saying, you know, that he's not a good person and I'm not saying he doesn't care because I do believe both of those things apply. And when I connected with his energy, I loved what I felt. So that really showed me that there is compatibility with you guys. There is a connection with you guys. There, there is, you know, all those foundation things that I look for. But the problem is he's not ready, Maria. And there's no way to change that. He's got to do it himself. He ought to be in, you know, he ought to go, well, who am I to say? But it would be great if he would be open to going into therapy and really working through this um, to get him. Because before you know it, you're going to be 90, and then he's going to look back and have regrets. You know, so it would be to his advantage to be able to move forward. But I'm going to be honest with you right now. He's not ready to, you know, he's going to keep teeter tottering back and forth. But with you, but, you know, I I feel you guys have something going and it feels terrific, whatever it is that you have going. So tell me just like in a few words, like, do you guys actually date? Because it feels like you kind of do, but it's. He he has some walls Well, if he communicates less, if I'm in town, he lives in uh, in Europe, in Italy. I live here. I go back and forth. The last couple times I went, he doesn't want to communicate or see me go the other way. And first he tells people I'm coming in, and then in front of me he's like, I don't want to talk. I'm like, okay. So yeah, I when I leave, he he kind of feels it, and I know he's kind of sad about it, but not my fault. He doesn't want to communicate like he said he was. And I just I was like, I can't stay here anymore. So I fucked that and I left. <laughs> and he gets mad at me. 
Well, what I and that's okay if he gets mad at you. What I would suggest is, um, you know, don't put yourself out there. Don't be the glue that holds you guys together, um, right. because that's giving him a protective shell, kind of like to stay in, knowing that, you know, even even if I don't do this, that, or the other thing, she'll still do this, that, or the, you know, she'll still contact me. She'll let me know she's going to be here. So that that fantasy in his head. You know, which is fulfilling him a lot. The fantasy of what could be here is really fulfilling him. And whatever you guys do have, whatever time you guys do spend together, um, is very fulfilling to him, and it, it carries over for him. But um, if you're if you're hoping for a 180 on this guy, um, it, I, I just don't see it. I, I think he's got a lot of things that he needs to work through. What my guides are saying is the best approach with this guy is, um, you know, give a little bit less and let him think that, you, you know, enough is enough. I'm getting bored of this whole thing and I'm, you know, moving on. And not literally. You don't have to literally do it. You don't have to say it in those words. It's more action, you know, by being less attentive, less responsive, less tolerant. Um, and so what if he gets mad? I believe if he gets mad, that's when he's going to step forward. So, Got it. Jim, cool. Jim, Jim, do you have anything you want to add to that? Yeah, you, you described it pretty clearly. Everything that was coming up for me was was like uh, uh, this guy's stringing you on and, and keeping himself in a comfortable place with you where he gets what he needs, but you don't really get anything in, in in total, you know, no consummation, no, no completion. Um, and, and so there's another thing that you should do is probably make yourself less available. Yeah. That'll make it. Yeah. Not calling or stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. No texting, no nothing. Right. Being being busy busy is actually better. Let them, let them think that you're traveling other places and see, I'm not reachable for, you know, the next week or so. And don't say anything right. more than that. And let him wonder that whole time who you're with, what you're doing. Don't reach out to him and say, oh, I'm thinking about you this morning. Then he's going to know you're not with anybody. But if you, like Jim said, make yourself busy, you know, even if if you follow each other on social media, you know, take pictures of something um, and just saying we're having a great time, you know, or something like that. Those things are going to drive them nuts. And those things may help him to break out of the shell a little bit. Exactly. I still don't expect a 180, but, um, Jim, I think that was great advice. Do you have anything else yeah, you thanks. wanted to add? No, that was that was it. Uh, I wanted to, to, to because, because if you make yourself unavailable, it also forces him to make a choice. He has to choose yeah. whether he wants to hang on to this a dream that he can never have. And if he's really honest with himself, he'll know that, or or whether he's going to lose you too. And and so you, you're kind of pushing him into a place where he realizes that he's going to lose you if he doesn't do something. And what he does with that is going to help you make a choice about what you're going to do going forward, because you may you may be losing an opportunity because you're keeping the door open for him. Right, you know I, I mean? agree with that. I do agree with that because if you would have asked me, is there anyone else, I would have given you more information. I don't like to throw that on someone because they're not always ready to hear it. 
But I, I agree with Jim that I think you're closing the door to other opportunities. Doesn't mean, you know, you can't have something fruitful or better with, with Ralph, mm-hmm. but I, I, I just think, um, you know, try not, if, if this is humanly possible for you, try not to put all your eggs in one basket. Got it. There yeah, nobody's coming up. Yeah, nobody's mm-hmm. coming up to ask me out or anything like that either. So. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're not open to it. You're 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 really yes. not. When when we're your, energetically your focusing, yeah, when we're energetically focusing on somebody, we're telling the mm-hmm. world I'm taken and I'm not available. And right. I, I even feel that even if people are looking at you, that you're you're not necessarily in that real open, receptive mood and flirty mood or anything like that. So you're building a wall around yourself that's keeping people away. Got it. Cool. Appreciate it. All right. What's All right. Thank you so much, Maria. Thank you. All right. Uh, lady Fontaine, uh, we, you know, I do have a wonderful lady who's been uh, hitting up in the chat room. By all means, everybody who's listening, jump on uh, com. hit us up in the chat room. And that's another way to, you know, kind of get you in the batter's box uh, so we can get you with the call. We do have somebody uh, who's been chatting it up, Kay, who I talked to uh, while screening. She is fantastic. But Elliot who did call the first caller, he has called back, and he has one question for you. So I was like, all right, let's just blast Elliot quick, and then can we hit you with uh, right after that? Is that okay, Lady Fontaine? He says he has one question, because I was like, we already talked to you for the next episode, but he says he has one question. So if it's one question, that's cool. Um, Is that all right? He says it'd be cool. Well, um, I would prefer not to do him first. Let's do Kay first, and and I'll do him after. Okay, so Elliot, if you're listening, uh, just wait a hot second for that one question. Here we go. We have, and she is so nice. Kay, are you on the phone? Hello. I am. Okay, how is it going? I am great. Thank you. Thank you for the humor tonight. This has been wonderful. And We're here advice. to bring a smile, a giggle, and the future. You know, nothing wrong with that. That's yes. a sweet combo. <laughs> yes. Hi. Thank you. We have two Thank fantastic you. experts. Tell them what you need. Um, well, um, my I'm just going to get some, some clarity, and especially when we talk about love. And, uh, like with my partner, her name is Denise. Uh, we've been involved for about three years off and on, um, and things are pretty much kind of getting back to a good, normal place, but just seeking some some advice and trying to see where things are going. Kay, can I ask you, do you have speakerphone on? I have uh, Bluetooth. Hold on one second. I can take it off if I need to. Okay, one yeah, yeah, echoing it's back on us, so it's hard clear. to hear Yeah. Is that better? No. It isn't now. I hear an echo now, and I have no. Okay, I wonder if I put it on speaker. Would that be better? Yeah, take it off speaker. You're actually sounding better right now. Okay, I'm not on speaker, and I just have it up to my head. No, we can't hear you at all. Okay, you're very muffled. Okay, how does that sound? Better. Better. 
Okay. It I was better a minute ago. What did you have a minute ago? Like uh, right before you you took it off a of speaker. Was it on speaker? No, now I have it just on here to it and I have it to my ear. Oh great. <laughs> all right. Well, I think it was better on speaker, but all right, let's try it. <laughs> all right. Give me give me okay. the person's first name again. Her name is Denise. Oh, all right. All right, I'm just looking at both of your energies. Okay, thank you. All right, so there's things that I that really draw me in and that I really really like about this 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 relationship. This because you know the word I want to use is partnership because it really yeah. feels like you're partners in this. You know, yeah. you it it really feels balanced. There's a lot of things I'm really really liking about it. Um, I okay. feel that, have you guys cycled a couple of times off because it feels like there has been space um, yes. sort of like in, yes. in this period, but it feels like you, it's what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. Sometimes with some of these challenges that developed in yes. relationships, you guys have worked through it and really used yes. it to your benefit and gotten closer and I feel you both yes. feel that closeness and that connection with each other. Yes. So, yes. Um, you know, overall, I, I, I really do like it. I mean, what it almost feels like to me is the only thing I could feel here that's a little bit off or a little bit different is sort of like where you want this to go versus where she thinks she wants this to go. It's almost mm-hmm. like that way you feel a little bit misaligned. So are are you more ready to take the next step in the relationship and she isn't? Reverse. She is. She, oh, she is. She you're she not. Is. It's not necessarily. I'm not, I have been married before. She has not. Um, and the, the off and on, as you've said, the challenges. I, I just want, I want her to be absolutely sure. <laughs> I mean, she says she's sure. She says she's sure. She she says she'll tell anyone if she got on the phone with you now, this is my wife, this is who I'm going to marry. And I don't doubt that because I've always believed we are going to be married. I guess I just I got a little cold feet. <laughs> no, and, you know, it's okay not to be ready. But I'm going to tell you I believe her. I do believe her. She comes through very genuine. She really does. And what I said before about this partnership that I feel between the two of you. And that's not a word that I use a lot on this show because it doesn't come up a lot, but this Mm. one feels like a true partnership. So it feels like balanced. It feels like it's equal. It feels like you both kind of mesh and merge together and it complements each other. Um, You know, I can't tell you, you know, to be ready or when to be ready. All I can say is you need some time and that's okay. And I would really sit down. It feels like you guys have very good communication. And I would say, use that to your benefit, you know, really sit down and talk about, um, you know, what, what, what you just said to me, you know, really what your fears are and you just need a little bit more time. And I do believe her. I mean, there's very few people that, um, wow. can pull one over on me and she feels 100% <laughs> authentic. She really does. Wow. wow. Thank you. Thank you. She's a wonderful woman. 
I, I just think it's just I know it's just me and I'm 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 working. I am doing so work within myself. So yes. And really what the question that my guides are saying to ask yourself when you're doing that inner work, I mean, it's such a simple question, is really what are you afraid of? And whatever comes up, you know, keep on exploring that. You know, I'm afraid of getting hurt again. I'm afraid of her leaving. I'm afraid that it's going to grow old and, you know, we're going to be staring at each other and not, you know, whatever it is, whatever comes up, keep on exploring that, you know. Um, even if you just keep asking yourself, you know, so then what am I afraid of? If that happens, what am I afraid of? And really break okay. it down in the end to whatever that is. If it's a matter of being alone, being what I feel for you is the end of ending up splitting again. And But I feel a sense of failure in your energy that you're going to take that as a failure. Is that true? Mm. Or are you aware of that? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. It really is. So, so. Yeah. Wow, you are you are amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you hit that one on the head, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was yelling at me, and again, I don't, I didn't want that to be the first words out of my mouth. Um, I wanted yeah, you to kind of get the good of it. But you know, when we were really talking about what what's holding you back, I really feel you're afraid of failing. So work on that. You know, what does it really mean if you fail? Cut yourself a break. Even if you did, I'm not at all feeling that this is headed for failure. I feel it's headed for joy. But, you know, being where you guys are right now is not a bad place at all. It's actually a very beautiful place. So I would say enjoy the moment. Have fun with it. And wherever it ends up taking you, you know, go with it. I'm going to ask my my friend Jim. Jim, do you have any any words of wisdom? Um, um, do you deserve it? Okay. Ah, that's a good one. Ooh. That's a good question. Ooh, you are dangerous. Hey, here's the Wait, 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 wait. Oh, my goodness. That's it. <laughs> Whoa, that's a good yeah. <laughs> What just happened? You so had Oh, that um, was all the spirits just flying on that one. <laughs> no, oh so God, that's that a good was... question. Yeah, ask yourself and see where that takes you. Wow. Wow. Okay. Point taken. Understood. Understood. All right. Great. All right. Great. Keep us posted. Let us know how things turn out. Thank you so much. You guys are wonderful. Can I stay on yeah. and listen? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. okay. Great. Bye, Kay. Listen. Bye. Oh, man, I love Kay. She's so nice. She is. She is. I love her. I, well, I do have – I got Elliot on the back burner. So I just – All right, keep, put him on. We'll ask the one put question, on. and then I'm going to hang up on him. One question is all we're honey. doing one? one question. All right, Elliot. Just Elliot. Hello? Because yeah, then we're doing the next call. Right? Cause, cause Elliot, Hello? Hello? Hello. Yeah. Yes. Elliot, we, Hello. We, yeah. We don't I ever do the two person. All right. Never mind. Continue. Hello. Yeah. Yes. Continue. Okay. I was I was just calling because you were asked, I remembered another woman who I've interacted oh, with. No. She works um at the dog groomer and and I brought my dog in and she said the dog was cute and she works she's not the groomer she's the receptionist but I was just wondering do you think she's going to be the one I lose my virginity to. Do you um, 
Do you know her first name? Her name's Jenny. Her name I know. Her name's Jenny. I'm just looking at the energy because I'm not getting validation on it. But, you know, let me put it to you this way. Um, My dog's name is Happy, if that helps. Now, um, let me uh. let me explain one thing to you. That my guys, you know, like losing your, ver- you know, sexual things are not something that we often talk about on the show. Or my guys are kind of yeah, like, no that's your business, and it's not really anybody else's business. So they don't always give me that. You know, they don't always give me that information. If you were asking about a relationship, which I actually feel – you know, it's more than just the conquest. You want someone in your life if you're realizing it or not. And maybe if you changed your, um, you know, your perspective and stop making it about the conquest and making it about the person that, you know, everything would sort of start shifting in your life. But um, I don't get a validation on that. I actually get a validation of, you know, her, you know, being open to something. Um, and again, my guides don't usually show me who you're going to end up losing your virginity to, or, you know, who you're going to have sex with or anything like that. That's not usually what they share but, with me. So but the she's open to it. So difficult. Um, because everything I'm saying, you're twisting to what you want to hear. Um, Jim, can you try to explain it so um, we can move on? Well, it's it's not about whether she's open to it. It's whether um, whether you can you can bring yourself to a place where what you're looking for isn't about satisfaction. Brian? It's about wanting a relationship. Okay. Um. How does that work? Um. I. I guess so. I don't. So I, I. So is she going to be the one I have the relationship with? Um, that's that's a that's a Jill question. <laughs> um, I I don't know if she, I, I can't answer whether that she's the one you can have a relationship with. But I think that if you walk into any relationship thinking this might be the woman that I get to lose my virginity with, you're probably not entering that relationship in a healthy way. You know what I'm saying? And most women aren't going to want to participate in that kind of a, of a, of a situation. So, so for me, what I would say is what, what you want to do is you want to go in there presenting your best side and, and, and really helping her to feel comfortable with you and, and see where it goes from there. But whether whether she's the whether she's the one you should have a relationship with or not, that's that's something that, like I said, Jill's Jill's better at that kind of a question than I am. She has better resources. Well, are we okay. still talking about Jenny? All right, thanks, Elliot. Jenny, hello. 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 Oh, <laughs> Lady Fontaine, you there? All right, so yeah, Elliot's gone. We had oh, to get rid of Elliot. He dropped All right, all right, um, if you're listening, uh, just just try to be more personable with the ladies. That's all we can tell you at this point. Yeah. And make it more about, you know, the person rather than the conquest. Just give me one That's second right. with this because I feel like I'd rather just change my mood for a second. Okay. Whoa. 
Boy, that's this loud. Goes out to Elliot. <laughs> Didn't come too loud at my end. I needed, a, I needed right. something to clear the you. energy. <laughs> Give me some sage. Do something. Got it. <laughs> Speaking of All matchmaking, right. well, though, Lady Fontaine, you got a little something, somewhat matchmaking service coming through. Yes. So, um, it's Tell not Tell the cheap. people about your upcoming matchmaking service. All right. It's not cheap, and I'm going to lay that on the line up front. Um, but if you're really serious, if you've gone through the rigamajig and, you know, you really can't find that right person for you, um, I am, I just sort of launched a psychic matchmaking service. And basically the biggest challenge, I think, in most of the relationships that, you know, the people in relationships that I work with is that something's missing. You know, there's, there's. there's a lack of something and that's the piece that not only do I care about matching people who have similar morals or, you know, compatibility and things like that, but it's that magic connection and chemistry and all those other, you know, esoteric kind of things that how do you really put your finger on it? What is it? And I don't think that any typical matchmaker matchmaker really knows what that is. But when you're psychic and you could feel it, you just know that these people are right for each other. That's what I'm offering. So there will be very extensive um, questions, not, you know, on the computer. This is face-to-face. Either, you know, we're, we're in a meeting together or we're doing this on video. I want to see you. I want to get to know you. I want to feel your energy. I want to understand what you're looking for. I want to understand every nuance, every in and out of you. And I'll be finding Mr. or Ms. Wright for you based on that, but also based on those esoteric things that just make something work. Um, So there's more information on my website. Um, As this gets together even a little bit more, I'm going to be putting more information on there um, and, you know, check it out. If you're interested, check it out. Um, and it's nothing like online dating or anything like that. I mean, literally, I'm going to be interviewing or um, meeting with people, um, you know, if you have a certain um, regional area that you're interested in or if you're open, you know, then it could be anywhere in the United States. Um, you know, I'm going to be meeting with people and finding that right person for you. So, well, That's that. Go. Check out my website. Nice. So before we take any more callers, I want to talk about two things that I mentioned earlier because I, in some of the calls that we're taking, I'm, I'm kind of getting this feeling of um, two things. Actually, the K call was not an issue with either one of these, but um, actually Maria wasn't either. Um, but it's so important in any relationship to have that sense of self-love. And what I, what I always tell my clients is if you don't make yourself number one and you don't honor yourself, no one else will either. And tonight's show is about relationships and it's about love. And that truly is the number one key. And it's not about saying, oh, gee, I love myself, but it's treating yourself with respect and truly making yourself number one. So if you're in a relationship and you're not getting the love and the respect and, you know, other ingredients that you need 
and you stay in that relationship and you take that as, you know, okay or normal, you're lowering your standards. Therefore, you know, from a law of attraction standpoint, you're going to be drawing in that lower end of things rather than if you put yourself on a pedestal and, you know, didn't take any crap from anybody and really honored and loved yourself. And self-love is deeper than that, but it really is making yourself number one, carving out that time to be good to you. But again, not taking abuse from people, not allowing people to walk all over you to gain a voice and really work towards, you know, being that best person that you could be. Um, Jim or Ryan, do either one of you want to add anything to that? No, I, I think that's uh, that pretty much pretty much uh, says what I think is 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 worth saying. It's it's like that question that I asked uh, Kay at the end of the conversation, you know, because um, you've got to you've got to have respect for yourself. You got to have love for yourself in order to be able to say I deserve this. Right, right, and it is and key. It really it is, is key. And if because you don't feel good about yourself, you're not going to be able to draw in the right person for you. You can draw in somebody, but it doesn't mean it's the right person for you. It could be, again, other situations that are just yeah. going to be learning experiences for you. And I actually feel sometimes we need that. Sometimes that's the greatest gift that we can get is to be, mm-hmm. you know, in not such a great situation because Hopefully it'll become an eye opener and allow you to really start, you know, putting some of the, um, you know, connecting some of the dots to figure out what you really need to do for you. Because if you really look around, and I always say this to people, if you feel, um, and this is part of the law of attraction, which at some day, sometime we're going to do a show on that. Um, you know, if you feel alone and if you feel abandoned, that means you're abandoning yourself and you're isolating yourself. If you feel that no one's there for you, it means you're not there for yourself. It's always your outer world is always a reflection of what's going on inside of you. So from my perspective, make yourself number one. The only way the universe and everyone else is going to do that as well. So that's, and, that's my feel. Oh, Jim, go ahead. Were you going to say something? And, and, on the other side, um, it is with, if you feel good about yourself, you bring a welcoming energy, which allows yeah, other true. people to feel more comfortable to, to, to enter your space. And, and that's, that's very true. really important. Um, I, I keep thinking back into that, that, that line from the uh, uh, Come Together, the Beatles song, holds you in his arms and you feel his disease. And that, that, that has been a, oh. an important line for me. All my life is, you know, realize that if I've got the disease and I hold somebody, they're going to feel that, and that's oh. going to push them right away. Isn't that great? I got the chills <laughs> when you said that. I really did. And, you know, like, I, I mean, I'm admittedly in a funk right now because I've had a real rough January, um, and I know that I've isolated myself and pushed people away and stuff like that. And I've thought about, you know, so um, going through the process and, doing that inner work and trying to move past this. Um, so how do I open myself up? So do you have any suggestions on that? How do you open yourself up? I would say 
the, the best way for anybody to open themselves up is to go out and do things that they love to do. And if it's something where there's other people involved, that's how you meet people that, that connect you in one way to, to you know, all kinds of different opportunities and situations. So if you love to go for walks, you can meet people when you're walking and talk with them and just, you know, just be very open and, and, and full, of, full of the energy of enjoying what you're doing for yourself. And that's kind of one of the aspects and one of the ways of using that, that which you're describing, which is, you know, loving yourself as a way to to shower the rest of the world with your energy and create more opportunities. Well, so two things for me come to mind. Yeah. Just yesterday sure. I received something in the mail. Um, you know that I, um, and I don't want to talk about politics or particulars yeah. on this show, but Got I it. am very a political junkie. So um, I happened to get something yesterday from the party that I'm affiliated with, um, you know, some sort of consensus thing. And one of the questions on there, are you willing to volunteer to get mm. this candidate elected, you know, elected? Mm. Yeah. And I really thought about that. And my first gut instinct was, yes, I'll do it. Today, I'm like, yeah, do I really want to put the time and effort in? But that that may be something good for yeah. me and that may help somebody sure. else out there. And the other thing is, I started to send you a text before, but then I wanted to make sure all the equipment worked at this end, so I didn't get to. But um, our national for for the dog shows, um, and Debbie, if you're listening, try to get better, just in case, um, uh, is in Albany this year, So, and it's the end of March. And I don't know if I'm coming up or not. I mean, I'm still in a funk, and I don't know if I want to, though yeah. the people closest to me are my dog show people. So I think it would be very good for me to get up there um, and, you know, spend time with people that I know and care for. Yes. Um, and yes. I've been thinking about that. So it may be something that, um, you know, I, I think about doing. But what I was thinking about is, um, you know, is there a way for us to do like this show in video, too? Like, could we videotape it and put it somewhere or something like that? If we're all together, like right now we're not all together, but if we are right. all together in one room, could we video it and have it more like oh, yeah. one of those video podcast things? We could we could do that. We could post it on your website. And, yeah, that. And, and, could and also like on, on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel yes. and stuff like that. I think that yeah. might be, you know, it might be fun and entertaining and also for people to really see us and see how we interact and stuff like that. So I'll keep yeah. you posted if, um, you know, at that point that I'm ready to do that. I have thought about, you know, some of the local shows that are coming up and seeing some of the puppies in those shows, because it's the only way I think I'm going to start feeling like I'm getting my life back. So the lesson in here guys is I do, I do coaching and I really work with people that are in a funk just like me. And I even need help at times. So that's why I have a good good friends like Ryan and Jim. There you go. And others. And others. All right. The other yeah. thing before we take more calls, because I know there's still a bunch of callers there, is um, communication. To me, that is the, you know, foundation of all relationships. It truly is. And the amazing part to me, there's there's many amazing parts. But one very amazing part is 
in my experience, communication isn't only about talking. It's learning how to listen. And it's also about learning how to not push your feelings, not always about you. This is one time in a relationship that I want you to realize, yeah, you have to honor yourself, but you don't have to push all your ideas and make everybody do exactly what you want to do. The biggest and the best thing that you could do, and going through the the situation that I went through in January, um, so many people wanted me to talk about it. They wanted me to do things that they wanted me to do. All I wanted to do was process it and sort of figure it out on my own and get to the point where I am now where I'm more open and ready to, you know, not necessarily talk about all the details, but, you know, I need in my space. And I think that that's such a big piece of communication is understanding what your friend, your partner your lover, your husband, your wife, whoever it is, not what you want for them, but what they truly need. And I think that that, to me, is the foundation of any relationship. And as as a professional psychic for a lot of years, I must have worked with, I don't even know how many umpteen thousands of people through the years. And one of the most amazing things that I hear when I when I'm doing a reading with someone is sometimes I'll pick up something and, you know, I might say, uh, you know, Oh, well, I think I even said it to, um, I think Maria today. Um, you know, I felt that there was a, a committed relationship that, you know, her, her friend was in or had been in or whatever it was. It amazes me that so many times people say that they're involved with somebody for two years, and I might say, you know, I'm picking up maybe five years ago somebody was in this uh, committed relationship, or maybe it was a fiancé, you know, whatever it is that I pick up. Um, And so many people say to me, oh, well, gee, they, they haven't told me that. And to me, if you're in a relationship, and I'm not saying you have to reveal everything, but that's part of communication. And what people often say to me is, well, I don't want to push. I don't want to ask. And in some, some instances, I 100% agree with that because you don't want to push a person because you'll, you can push them away. But I think sharing to me, and the only way you could really share is to share yourself with another person. And part of building a relationship is honesty, trust, you know, communication, love. How do you have that if you're not talking? How do you know the person if you're not sharing? So, you know, in my eyes, the key is learning to share and learning to listen and learning to give to your friends, partner, whomever, what it is that they truly need. Jim, any thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, um, about the sharing thing, there's ways that you can share and make it a safe thing to do, and it's 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 kind of fun. You can just do a little, a little. Uh, 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 you can like send a letter or an email or a text or something saying, "I need to talk with you, and I need to talk with you without you talking back, without you saying anything back to me. I just need to say something to you without having something come back." And so, it, can you do that? And and uh, what some people do is they actually use like a keyword, you know, like I have a clearing or I have some way that I need to to uh, to to speak 
without having to, you know, don't without you taking it personally. I'm not talking about you. I just need to say something, and and uh, that helps a lot if you can create like a, a space where you really know that you're safe with this person, and you can then communicate cleanly without having to worry about the impact or the repercussions or the you know the, the defense or whatever else is going to happen. Instead, it just becomes like a, 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 a an opportunity for you to say something, and then maybe if you if you if you can take it to the next step, you can allow that person to speak back to you about you know, what came up for them. And you can then start communicating, but just like that, you know, it's, it's almost like in a, in a sterile environment, but it's an opportunity to be a very safe place that way. That is, I mean, I agree 110%. And there's an exercise. I can't believe you brought that up, Jim, because I used to do, when I used to do workshops and seminars years back, um, there was a place mm-hmm. in, oh God, I can't remember the town, somewhere in upstate New York, I can't remember the town, that used to have me all the time doing workshops and seminars there. Um, There was an exercise that I used to do when we would do a couple's workshop, and it was almost identical to what you just said, Jim. Um, Uh, When the, the people had to be ready and willing, not all couples wanted to do this, but basically I would have them sit in a straight chair facing each other, Um, and actually their knees touching and there were rules and the rules were the person that's speaking is the only person that could speak. And the person that's listening can only say two words and that's, I understand no matter what is said, no matter how it may piss you off or hurt you or whatever is, I understand and the more you did, the more the people did that, they started to listen more and have more empathy for their partners, and that was a major transformational experience. So um, not everybody's ready to do it, but you said find those safe words. For me, it's I understand, um, but any mm-hmm. words of validation, you know, yes, I get it, you know, whatever really works. But um, what we used to do in that seminar is understand. And I think that is a phenomenal concept. I think it's a phenomenal exercise. And quite frankly, in any relationship, I would say you should make it, you know, a a weekly thing. Because this way, nothing builds up. You could say, I'm so pissed off when you were on your phone and ignoring me for three hours um, when I had something important to say to you and your partner Mm -hmm say I understand and if there's really issues at the end where the partner wants to defend his his or her position um, then you know the other partner has the opportunity to say I understand but the, the important thing is having empathy for your partner and seeing their perspective of things it shifts everything it does yeah so I love it Jim thank you Ryan, do you have any words of wisdom on that, on that or anything else since you're a happily oh, man, married you man? A happily married man, uh, you know, uh, no, everything's on point there. I mean, you definitely uh, you got to listen to the lady. Uh, happy wife, happy life. Whatever she tells you to do, you do it. And that's kind of how that goes. <laughs> I want one like him. I want it. I, I know. She like tells you him. to do the dishes. You're, before she finishes dishes, you're in the kitchen. I mean, that's just how it goes. <laughs> she wants to place vacuumed before she finishes the word vacuum. That thing better be turned on. You already be uh, halfway done through the living room. Oh my God, she has she's so well trained. I think I'm sending any man to her first. <laughs> oh yeah. 
and uh, she knows what she's got to do. She's my red-headed oh, handful, my slice of red velvet cake, you know, that's what I call them. Oh. All right. Uh, let's, I mean, do we got the energy going? Because let me just say we have – oh, man. Like, I've never enjoyed screening calls so much. I'm, I'm talking to everybody who's calling in. Everybody who's calling in is so dang nice, so dang sweet. I, I want them all to talk at once. All right, let's go. But we go. got to let them talk one at a time. All right, we have 28 one, minutes left in the show. Let's 28 go. 28 minutes. We're going to see what we can do if not. We got the next show. Guys, call in, in every weeks. time. Just give us a ring a ding. Two weeks, of course. They want We're going to do another show week. in two weeks. Two weeks. You heard it, peeps. But uh, all right, the next caller is Patricia. She is so nice. She has a fantastic laugh. We were chatting it up before. Patricia, <laughs> are you on the phone? I am on the phone. I'm really, really there enjoying the show. Thank <laughs> you so much. It's just been so. Hilarious. Um, I can't say I've enjoyed another show like I've enjoyed this one. And there I definitely go. appreciate the analogy on self love and communication. Um, I really enjoyed it. And you said it. you wanted Elliot's home phone number. Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Chuck Woolery um, is no. in a connection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you said no, um, <laughs> no. Pass on him. Okay, I wish Elliot all the luck, but no. Right. Yes. It's I just a little bit of a shift in his perspective and he's going to see how well it works for him he's so yeah. caught up on one thing but patricia talk to us yes. what's going on in your yes. life and tell me what you need well um what's going on for me and well what's going on in my life is um right now i'm not in a relationship um but i reconnected with my ex reginald um we were together Two years ago for five years and then it ended and we recently reconnected um, and I just want to know what do you guys see around that? I want to start off as friends first and I want to take it slow. Well, I think that's a great approach, a very, very good approach. There is something um, that I like in the energy, but what I do want to say to you is um, You know, to go slow, do it, do exactly what you had planned to do. But my gut feeling is someone else is going to come into your life and you may have a choice to make because um, Reginald does not feel like he's the end all. I mean, he could be the end all for you, but it feels like you're going to have the opportunity um, with someone else that so much feels like a soul level connection. The one thing I want to say regarding Reginald is that um, it it feels like there's very strong extremes in in your past with him. So I'm reading that as you've had some phenomenal times with him and then you've had some really not such good times with him. And I feel there's scars on both of your hearts. Um, both of your hearts, literally both. Um, so is that true? I mean, do you feel that in, in, do you still feel that in your heart of hearts? Yes, that is true. 
And do you know if he does? Because I feel it equally in his heart as well. I think I think so. Um, I think that it's fair oh. to say. Um, yes. So bottom line is, um, you know, it's almost like you both need to do what we were talking about before that, that self-healing bit um, mm-hmm. in order to be able to sort of get through. And this could actually, like we were saying earlier about how sometimes going through a lot of hardships in a relationship and some challenges could build that fortitude and build that strength in the relationship and you actually have that ability if he can stay focused. Um, and he shows me that, um, he's not always focused, um, Mm -hmm. that, you know, he has moments where, you know, he will, this is what I want. And then he can go stretches of a period of time where he's more wishy-washy and, and doesn't know what he wants. And then other times when he does, is that true about him? Because that's the way he comes through. That that is true. Yes. So yes. so I would say that um, the going slow bit is good, um, very good with him, and really see what he's willing to give to this relationship. Um, he feels real. He feels authentic. It does feel like he's grown up a little bit. But um, I still feel someone's going to come out of left field. You're going to meet someone new that is literally going to sweep you off of your feet. And a lot of the areas, it's sort of like, I'm trying to think of what's a nice word to use. Um, Some of the um, unfulfilled areas um, in the relationship or or places that aren't 100% with Reginald, are going to be 500% with this new guy. Um, Mm -hmm. And I would say literally, you know, don't, don't literally let him sweep you off your feet and run off into the sunset. I mean, you know, (laughs) I I always feel the best approach in any relationship is to go slow. You know, most people don't, but I really feel Mm -hmm. that's, that's when you get to really know the layers of what's there and who that person is. And you have the background with, with Reginald so certainly you guys know each other but it's almost like in order to be really successful with him you know it's like redefining your boundaries and are you going to gel when you do that um and Mm. I think you know that you need to do that with him is that not true Mm. do you not because I hear it in your your head almost like well it needs to be different it, this needs to happen, and that needs to happen. And that's, that's difficult when you go in with all these preconceived notions of how you want things to change. What I really want you to do in this relationship is define your boundaries. And when you define your boundaries, it's not, it shouldn't be, this is what I expect from you, because everyone that I've ever read, when somebody does that, I could feel their energy pull away. It's it's like, you know, repels. When you mm-hmm. say, what I need is blah, 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 they can't argue that because if they do, you could say, this has nothing to do with you. I'm just telling you what I need. And I really feel in sort of rebuilding your relationship with him, that's, that's the best that's approach. The best. 
let them know what you truly need and what's important to you. But you're really telling him what you expect of him. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if you need consistency, which I feel you Mm -hmm. do, what you're going to say to him is what's important to me is someone who's there for me, someone who's a support system, someone who's my, you know, crutch or whatever words work for you. Um, You know, and you know, that you've defined for him what's important in the relationship for you. Honestly, there's a lot of um, fondness, I want to say. You both care for each other a lot. And I feel there's more fortitude and more determination and more strength in his energy as far as wanting to make this work. But I'm not getting the the kind of like validation from my guides that he's going to be able to fully step up to the plate. I hope that I'm wrong and that he does, but um, I feel he could probably get up to that 60 to 70% point, and you're going to have to decide if that's enough. And that's about when I feel this other guy just whisking into your life. And you're going to have that feeling with this new person, you know, like like I was talking about at the beginning of the show, like you've known of your entire life. And this is someone new. It's not someone that you that you know or that you've met before or dated before or anything like this or anything like that. He feels like a phenomenal um, person. He also feels like, um, I don't know why I'm feeling somewhat of a tr- – traveling with business, but I feel, and I don't know that that means traveling all over the world, but, you know, he, he certainly goes to more than one location in his job. Um, so he's on the road somewhat of the time. He feels pretty successful to me, and he feels like a darn good guy. He's showing me stability. He's showing me um, that nice balance between having you know, that warmth and that honesty and that sincerity, but also having that lighter energy, that laughter and that, you know, ability to have fun. So he shows me a nice balance with that. And he shows me that he's a very strong family man and family is very important to him. So I, I would say dive, dive in at your own pace with Reginald. Enjoy it and see where it goes, but define the boundaries and, Try to have less expectations. I feel a lot of what needs to change and the expectations in your energy, and I know that mm-hmm. that always, you know, sort of ruins the relationship. Either we accept people for who they are or, you know, maybe they have a different role in our lives. I mean, he actually feels like he's part of Team Patricia. He does. He feels like he wants to be like a stabilizing piece of your life. I just don't know if he could fully step into those shoes. Right. Wow. So what, what are you seeing with him right now? Are you seeing improvement from what he was before? Um, yes, I, I do see um, um, some change with him. Um, he is more able to communicate, um, whereas before he, it seemed like communication um, 
if it was too much of communication, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see how to explain it. He would tense up. It was um, he's such a mild, um, he's such a sensitive spirit. So he could take it. He could he would take. Um, um, I'm trying to figure out what word I'm trying to use. Construct, um, constructive type of criticism as offensive. And so before we could before we could talk about working something out, he would be offended as if I would be pointing the finger at him and then he right. would shut down. Right. And that's why I'm saying don't make it about what you want him to do make it about you and be sure to say to him this is about me this is about what I need I'm not saying you're not doing it I'm just letting you know I'm trying to be open and honest with you so that you know what I need when you make it about yourself it's difficult well some people are very sensitive and they're going to get offended no matter what but they're less likely. And when I look at his energy, I, I kind of feel so get it, what you're saying. But when you, you know, when you look at somebody and you say, um, well, I need you to do this, or you're not doing that, um, you know, that's hard for a lot of people to take, not just somebody as sensitive as he is in that way. So try to word it a little bit different. But also what my guides are saying is enjoy the moment. You know, there's something yeah. that's reconnecting you guys. Sort of indulge in that and don't have all these stringent rules when you're going into it. Sort of, you know, let them know it's important to you and sort of see, you know, in some ways his energy feels like he is buddy and you can mold him, but you're going to have to find that way of doing it where you reward him for the good behavior and when he's doing things that you might not like or it's the old stuff, you know, pull back yourself a little bit. Don't reward him for that negative behavior. I feel that's your old pattern with him. He would Mm -hmm. be uncertain and you would, you know, be that, you know, he would be on top of it, you know, trying to reassure him and trying to give him everything that he needs. But in reality, what you do is you end up you end up rewarding that negative behavior. Right. Yes, and that's true. And 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 we've re, we've reconnected, and it's it's been um, the reconnection has been a, a, a couple of months now, maybe um, a little bit more than a couple of months. And for some reason, I feel like he wants the intimacy and he feels a little bit um it it makes him feel some kind of way because we're not there I'm not there with him I want to take it slow and he's ready for that and I feel like he I don't know if it's hurt that he feels or if he's trying to figure out why I'm not on that page with him yet but I just really just want to enjoy each other, laugh and maybe a movie, um, go out to eat. Just I don't want that yet. I don't know. I, I want to feel comfortable with him. And if it happens, it happens. But I don't want to feel the pressure of, oh, God, we enjoyed that part of our lives. 
when we were in a relationship, we really was good in that area. So why why is it not happening now? I don't want to feel that pressure, and I I sort of feel that pressure coming from him when it comes to but that. But do you express that? Because the way you expressed it was really beautiful. Well, you know what? I've, I've tried. I've, well, I guess I haven't expressed that to him because, um, again, I'm trying not to, I, I don't know, I'm trying not to complicate things. He's so sensitive and he takes offense. Um, and at some point recently I felt that I wanted to go there with him, but he, I, I don't know, I don't know. It's He's, he's, I try not to because he he has this way of his feelings getting hurt. And I'm a Philly person too, but he's more sensitive. So I guess I try my best not to hurt his feelings. And I think, as you said, it tends to take me back. And I, I don't need to go back to the past, but, yeah, I, I could see try not to, um, you know, try myself Trying not to hurt his feelings. See, but so, the thing yeah, that is, you're not being you're not being truthful to yourself, and you're not honoring right. yourself by doing that. And that sets a precedence. So if you don't honor right. you, he won't he won't honor you either. And the universe won't send you in situations that will honor yourself. So be careful right. with that. I think you have to worry more about you. You're tiptoeing around and accommodating him, but I'm glad you're not jumping into something that you don't feel comfortable jumping into. So I would say go slow, go slow, honor yourself. And, um, you know, I, I, I honestly feel if you guys could find the groove, it would be pretty good. But, you know, part of what I think is, you know, when I was talking about communication before, part of it is he needs to understand that, you know, you it's difficult for you to try to communicate with him because you're afraid of offending him. Therefore, mm-hmm. you know, both are sort of putting walls up and that's not healthy. So that exercise that Jim and I were talking about before yeah. might be the answer for you. There's yeah. a, there's a, if I can jump in, I'm sorry. Um, no, there's ahead. a really good good book uh, written by a guy named Marshall Rosenberg called Nonviolent Communication. Yes. Uh, and uh, if you check out, there's a place called cnvc.org, the Center for Nonviolent Communication, where they can actually help you learn how to do that. And I, th- I think it'd be great for both of you to to yeah. go there okay. and okay. and check it out because it, it teaches – how you don't have to be the target of somebody else's words and instead you can be a compassionate bystander and just be in the room with them, you know? Yeah. I, I actually like that. And that resonates with me, Patricia. Yeah. So I think that's great advice. And I would highly suggest that you look at the website and the book that Jim mentioned, because I do feel yes. if you could build that knowledge and that strength behind you and not be so afraid to offend him, um, right. And you guys find that middle ground, then it changes the dynamics, and then you have a lot more potential than you do right now. You can't build a relationship when you're tiptoeing around. I agree, absolutely. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Keep us posted. Let us know how things work out. I sure will. Many blessings. Thank you. you. Take care. You too. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Um, Ryan might actually be screening somebody or seeing what's going He's on. He's talking to somebody right now. so. All right. So we'll see if I, we can fit that other person in as soon as he gets back. But in the meantime, any callers, because we only have a few minutes left, any callers that we don't get to um, watch Blog Talk Radio or Facebook or Twitter, and um, we're hopefully going to do another show in the next couple of weeks. So dial in early and we'll try to get to your call then. And if you let Ryan know that um, you were waiting, you know, and you didn't get on this week, I'm sure he'll make sure you get on. Um, you'll, you get priority next time. Um, now, if we could just get Ryan back here so we know who the next caller is. Uh, let me sort of get yeah. on there. I'm going to disappear for one second. Okay. All right. Go ahead. So I'll just sit here and whistle Dixie. Well, you can talk to people. Well, I don't know if That's I can okay. do this. Or... Oh. Let me see. I guess let me go here. Okay. So I'll give you guys a blow by blow. There's there's a private conference line and and all three of them are on it right now and I'm watching to see somebody coming back. There it goes. Nope. <laughs> Bear with us. All right. He should be back okay. in a minute and let us know who the caller is. Okay. He was just telling them, okay. you know, to follow us and stuff like that. Isn't it funny how much communication has come up today? A lot. Is Well, with this, I guess this is the topic, although even though we do um, – we do a lot of different subjects. It usually ends up being about love anyhow. Yeah. But He's communication back. is really the key. To me, that's the key in any any relationship. Otherwise, where do you have to go if you're not communicating, right. if you're not sharing and listening? So, Ryan, are you Booyah. back? Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm back. Okay. I was telling Sydney, because Sydney was waiting for so long, and I was just like, "We'll get you on the next show because uh, you know you, you got to reach out to our listeners. You guys mean so much to us." And uh, Cindy, don't worry, you're right here right now. You got Lady Fontaine. Energy is flowing. What questions you have, she will answer them. And if we don't, hi, get Lady Fontaine. Hi. If we don't get to something because we only have five minutes left, we'll give you if you call in the for the next show. Ryan will make sure you get on first. Oh, she knows I'm oh, okay. up. All right. Well, I'll try to talk fast. So okay, go ahead. There's, a, <laughs> there's a gentleman that I have been interested in for quite some time. We're going back 20 years. Um, Whoa. At the time, he, he was married. Then we didn't see each other for years and years and years. We ran into each other again about seven years ago. He had since gotten divorced. He kind of oh, showed interest in me, but wasn't coming out of his shell. I was like, you know, we, we flirted, did a lot of flirting, had a really good friendship, still are friends. Um, haven't talked to him in months and months, though. But I can't seem to shake him and get him off of my mind. Is he the one, or is there someone else out there for me? Um, I'm what saying he's the one, name? but that's just me. Continue. No, and I'm, I'm not feeling it, but what 
Oh. What's his name? That'll help me zoom I'm not in a on psychic. it. <laughs> his name is Matt. All right. So let me look at Matt's energy. All right. So there's a lot of stuff that's coming up when I look at his energy. Um, first of all, I do feel that you guys do have a nice connection. It's really a really, really strong at some level. It's very, very strong. So there must be a couple of areas in your life that you guys really resonate, that you really, really connect and you connect well. Um, however, he feels to me, and I don't know if these are words that he uses because these are not words that I don't think I've ever said on the air before, but he feels like he's on his own journey. And um, it just feels like he's cruising through things. And it's almost like these words I do use a lot. It feels to me that as far as direction in his life, as far as relationships go, that he's bouncing off. He's, you know, like spinning in circles and bouncing off of walls. You know, he doesn't feel to me that he's got, you know, a plan for himself. So that's what part of his coming in and out of your life is all about. I feel when he's in your life, you feel like you are the center of his life. So when he's there, it must be very intense because in those moments, on a scale of 1 to 10, it's off the charts. But then when mm-hmm. he's like off in left field somewhere, I don't even feel his energy. So that's where I feel that he sort of spins in circles and goes nowhere. I feel really with relationships, I don't feel he's got a plan and I don't feel he's got real direction. You know, it's kind of like who's ever in the moment feels like they're in the moment. But I also mm-hmm. feel that he shuts people out. You know, I feel he goes through long periods of time where he doesn't need anybody in his life. Now, do you know if that's true? Well, from what I hear, he has someone in his life. He's in a relationship. Like I said, I haven't spoken with him in a while, and supposedly they're living together. Um, You don't happen to know who, what her first name is, do you? Her name is Jean. Um. See, I'm shaking my head no with that. I'm not saying that that's not true, but to me that doesn't feel like um, what I almost want to say, you know, real love or relationship. It feels more like convenience, and it Mm -hmm. feels more like um, um, that it – I don't know what other word to use other than convenience. It just feels like that's where he is in any moment. And that's what I feel in his energy, sort of like cruising from this and cruising from that. But he shows me no plans, like no direction in that relationship that he's in. But that would explain mm-hmm. why I feel when he's sort of out in nowhere or out, you know, with someone else that he's not really focusing on you. Um, so, so we're almost out of time, but what I do want to say is I don't necessarily feel that he's the one for you, but what I do feel is there is someone else, and there's two di- – I don't understand why I'm seeing this, but there's two months, two different months that I see that jump out at me. So I don't know if that means in one of these months you're going to um, connect with this person or that they're going to enter your life or you might they might enter your – they might enter your life in one 
months and then the relationship develop at the other. It's still months away. What I'm seeing is November of this year, you're going to meet the person. If you do not enter into a solid relationship with that person, then by March of, of next year, it feels like you guys are cemented. So mm-hmm. I feel this is someone new, somebody that you don't know, but man, you fit like a glove. So I would say right now with, um, you know, this guy that has been coming in and out of your life for a while, you know, I do feel you guys have a great connection. So when he's there, enjoy it. But when this new person comes in, you're going to realize all that you were missing in in that 20 years of really holding on to to the relationship with him. You're going to see a huge, huge difference. You are. Yeah. So. So we're just about out of time. Good luck to you. If I haven't answered all your questions, call next week. All right. Thank you so much. All right. You Bye take care. Me. Good luck to you. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Do we, uh, Lady Fontaine, do we have a date for the next uh, show we're going to do? Yeah, please um, want to know. You know. Um, I'm just bringing up the calendar right now. Because I think we once talked about it, but I don't know that we actually set the date. But um, how does the 27th work for you guys? That's what that's what I had already said yes to. So I just wanted to make sure that we were still on for that. All right. And should Ryan, that works for you? Yeah, it should be fine. I'll be here. All right. So the 27th <laughs> is. Yes. So the 27th is <laughs> yeah, when our next show is. So right. that'll be great. So um, does anyone have, are you writing down all this stuff as far as who we are going to be talking to next time? Oh, yeah, we got everything. Everybody who wanted to call, everybody is good when we have your information. I chatted with you on the side. We got your information. We will take care of you for the next show. So be sure to tune in. Be sure to uh, call in. Moon Goddess, we got you. Don't you worry about that. Uh, So everybody fantastic show love is in the air uh you know my heart's pounding out my chest right now and uh happy valentine's day to everybody i thank mr jim elkin i thank lady fontaine i thank every single caller we had except for elliot i'm gonna leave you out because you were weird but everybody <laughs> no, i hope you get some love tomorrow i'm gonna be honest with you and I- Yeah, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Bye, guys. And tune in on the 27th. Still there?